You're listening to the Refined Hippie Podcast, a show all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant-based veganism for a mind-body-spirit approach to living healthfully and happily for ourselves and our planet. Welcome, my lovely friends, to another episode. I am your host, Rebecca Henson, and happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is. This episode is coming out the day before Thanksgiving, so um, if you're traveling, this could be the perfect episode to listen to while you're traveling to your Thanksgiving destination, but it also will apply to the holiday or holidays, I suppose, that we have coming up in December. It is going to be dealing with the holiday season when maybe A, you are vegan, plant-based, or you know, try to eat healthier food than is going to be served at most holidays um, and most parties. Or uh, B, this could also be dealing with family or friends who have very extreme different opinions and perhaps are vocal about it. Because I think one thing that I'll just start out with saying is that I feel when we are put in these situations, as long as it doesn't come up, I honestly don't think we should bring it up. I saw something the other day and it said, you know, this is the time. Thanks. Have have a great Thanksgiving. Bring up politics because it'll, you know, it was funny because then it'll help you decide uh, how many Christmas gifts you have to buy. And I mean, I got a good chuckle and I reposted it because I thought it was funny. But at the same time, like, I don't really want to do that. I don't, Unless it does come up, unless it comes up, then by all means, stand your ground, know your facts, and be true to yourself, right? But if it doesn't, then don't, because it just causes more conflict in your soul and their soul, you know? Because there are some people that it doesn't matter what information you put in front of them. They are going to believe what they're told by the narrative, by the government, that it doesn't matter. It does not matter. If you have all of the information, they will always make excuses. And it, and it's those type of people that you have to just walk away from. And that goes with being plant-based or vegan. There are some people that you can never change your mind, you know, that it's the moral, ethical, healthy thing to do. Although I do think that that might be easier to, uh, to, con- to, to bring people over as opposed to the other thing I was talking about when it comes to the politics or the state of the world. But but basically, it's either way, I think that the way to win is by, you know, sharing love and light and compassion and being the beacon of health that you're trying to be. You know, all of us, I am not saying I am not in the perfect state that I want to be in. And I think that, you know, it's almost hard to ever get there, right? I mean, because we're always striving for it. We're always working to better ourselves, to be healthier, because we don't magically get to some place where we don't have to try anymore, right? But at the same time, like, you just have to be as as full of light and health and vibrancy as you can, because then that radiates. And when we are healthy and positive and cheerful and full of that love and light I was talking about, then it does trickle and creates this kind of like wave because 
if we're angry and have this horrible negative energy, you know, people are not going to want to come over to our, you know, I'm not going to say our side, but they're not going to be as enticed by it because of course, when, when something is vibrant and healthy, then it has that like pull, that energy pull, you know? So that's all we can be at this time. And I do think, you know, if it comes up somehow or somebody's trying to poke you at it, well, certainly try to figure out if they're trying to rally you up or not, or they actually want to have a discussion. Because I think that that is the, one of the problems is people don't even want to discuss it. They can't even have an actual debate or, or just a a talk, a, a civil discussion about their views, um, and that's kind of, it's kind of sad, you know, that we've gotten to that place that, uh, people just shut down and they don't even want to talk about it. So do your, do your research, which I'm sure you already have. And, um, you know, and write things down, I think, uh, helps if you're trying to remember certain things to discuss. I mean, this goes with veganism as well, I think. Um, but I do, as a, I'm not going to say seasoned vegan. I'm not one of these people who's been a vegan forever, plant-based vegan. Um, But I have, this is going to be my sixth holiday. So um, I went fully veg in 2016. and, And I will say that when I first went that way, I was so passionate. Because, you know, when you just learn something new, especially that blew your mind, that you had no idea of how things were, which that was how I was. I had no clue of the true nature of the animal agriculture industry. I was really a product of advertising and marketing and, you know, (laughs) uh, I guess believed what I saw. And, you know, in some way, I probably wanted to believe that because maybe my subconscious knew that the truth was pretty hard to bear. So when I learned about the true nature of all of that, and also how bad it is for us, um, then I really was one of those very vocal, wanted to tell the world, you know, and I feel like, uh, and, and, and stuck up my nose. And I do think that people, I mean, I obviously wasn't born this way. So there was a time in my life that I didn't know any better. And it's hard to fault people that don't. But at the same time, you know, in your mind, you're like, there's all this, this footage and this information that's come out and, you know, how many investigations have been done. But, you know, they don't really show much of that on the news. So unless you're searching it out, because let's be real, who funds the news? Let's say it together. Big Pharma. Yeah. And what does Big Pharma make money off of? People being sick. And what makes people sick? The food they eat. So they're not going to show uh, the studies or the information or you know, the China study that was done decades ago showing how a diet filled with animal products causes disease um, and is one of the main causes of our of this epidemic. You know, people want to blame it on sugar, um, which I'm not saying sugar is good. Refined sugar is not good, but they are missing the main culprit here, which is uh, animal flesh and the amount of animal flesh that people are eating and the dairy um, and the cheese and things. So I I was, with all that said, I was so passionate about it. And 
I will say that when you are, if you're going to a holiday event or celebration or dinner or lunch with people who are serving lots of other creatures, (laughs) uh, don't bring it up. You know, it's just kind of like, it's like a no-no. There's no reason, you know, uh, it's just going to make people feel bad and it's going to create that negative energy where we really want to be joyous um, and and feel, you know, loved and feel it like we're in a loving space. And that's okay that some people are not on the same journey. They're not on the same path as us. And, you know, I also feel like it can, it can be, um, it can be kind of sad because I have a lot of family members who have, you know, health issues that are lifestyle related. Um, not a lot, but I guess everybody to some extent, their predicaments could be, uh, improved if they would just change their diet a little bit. Right. And so we know, and when you know that, and you're around these people that you love and you care for it, it is hard to not be like, ah, you just need to do this. This would help. You know, I can help you. Uh, and I definitely have a hard time doing that. I want to help everybody. And especially the one, the people who I love so much and care about, but you know, you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped really, you know, and that's a hard lesson to learn, I think. Uh, and that was a hard lesson for me because I really have wanted to help everyone. Thankfully, like, the main person in my family other than my husband but my mom and I have been able to to help her but because uh, she's very open and open-minded and willing to put in the work because she doesn't want to be in whatever situation uh that she's put in so that is certainly I think like number one thing but tied with also bringing your own darn food right <laughs> like and you probably know that I mean that is definitely key to being somewhere and having all of this unhealthy food. I mean, you don't want to sit there starving. That's not fun, you know, and you, and, and also it's good to make your own food that you can share with others. Um, I have a a really big Thanksgiving. I think we're going to have like 20 people and sadly, you know, my aunt's like, oh, well, you know, just make enough for you and Derek. And I don't think she realizes that my mom also eats (laughs) what we do, but, um, And that kind of makes me sad because I am bringing all this delicious food that I want people to realize how wonderful it is to eat this way, you know, and to eat healthy and to eat plant-based. And it's not as hard and difficult as people think. Um, And so if you, if you are able to bring a dish for everyone to enjoy, I think that that's a really, really positive way to impact your family uh, and your loved one's so that maybe they can see the light, you know, or maybe they'd be more open and be like, oh, actually like, wow, you're like healthy, like rabbit food, as people say, which first off, they'll realize, oh, it's not rabbit food. It's not just a salad. Um, unless you want to make a salad. Hey, I mean, I will say that I make some really great salads. It's not just romaine lettuce, right? Now, if you are also, if you're trying to be extremely healthy by not drinking, now, a lot of people, this is their their time to shine. If they don't drink, then the holidays is like, woohoo, let's go for it. And honestly, like I I don't personally want to, um, but I think that it's better to do it if you're not going to regret it. This is the main takeaway right here is do it only if you're not going to regret it because 
If you're going to regret it and then feel bad about yourself, then there is, it did not do you any good. You know, I do think that there can be some therapeutic benefit to having a glass of wine or something like that. If it makes you feel cheerful and happy and you're not going to have complete remorse afterwards because then that is not giving you that therapeutic benefit if you're going to beat yourself up about it, right? But again, if you can have a glass of wine, maybe two, and, you know, enjoy with your family, then I think it's not a horrible, horrible thing. Of course, I would always choose the organic wine unless it is a European wine because they don't use pesticides like we do. But if it is a wine that is grown from grapes in America, then you want to always choose organic because we don't care. Um, and if you are trying to completely not drink, then the key to that is to still have something festive. You know, I'm carrying kombucha. Um, if you don't like kombucha, there are other, you know, fun festive drinks that you could buy, um, you know, some sparkling, sparkling fizzy drinks, maybe anything that you can put in a nice glass. I mean, the key is when I, when I always talk about mocktails, I'm like, the key is the, the, the glass. It's the, the glassware you have to use. You can't just drink it out the bottle or drink it out of like a plastic cup. Like that takes away the whole joy of having something fun to drink, right? Is it's all about the presentation. So put it in a, in a fun glass, put a nice, you know, uh, cool ice cube in it or something even if you don't have that that's fine but just make it garnish it maybe put some mint make it feel fun and festive if it is non-alcoholic and also there are a lot of really great non-alcoholic you know zero proof uh well they're not liquors they're just zero proof drinks right um one of them is seed lip that I am obsessed with I will put the link in here I'm getting I got some for Christmas last year Uh, that I asked for because I was like, this looks amazing. And uh, there's another brand that I will put, but I I think Seedlip is my favorite right now. I've I've tried a couple, but they have three different varieties and you can get like uh, the variety pack, which is, has all three of them. So then you can try them out. But I like to to use, to to mix them with some kombucha because it gives it a little bit of bubble or you could use tonic water and then sometimes I'll do a splash of like coconut water or um, pomegranate juice one of those and then like put some mint on the side and it just feels so fun and joyous and festive and doesn't make me miss alcohol I really I don't drink at all anymore I I had a hard kombucha recently and I just I, I only had half of it because I was like, I don't really, first off, hard kombucha is usually really high in alcohol content. It was like 7%. Um, but I just don't feel good on it. And I, I feel better not drinking, but you know, if that is your vice and you don't feel guilty about it, <laughs> then I think that's, that's okay to do it every once in a while. So I am going to circle back around, wink, wink, if you know what I mean, uh, to what I was chatting about at the beginning. And this doesn't really have to do with food, but it has to do with dealing with family again, who have very extreme and different views on what you should do with your body or extreme views on the state of the world and are watching mainstream media way too much and believe wholeheartedly 
complete blind, blindly to everything they're told. Because I can imagine this is very difficult. And recently I saw, you know, an article from a quote news outlet. Of course, it's, I, you know, how I feel about news. Um, bunch of lies, <laughs> bunch of propaganda and uh, cherry picking things. But anyways, so the article was basically trying to, you know, divide people even more. And it, the headline was how to deal with the, you know, family members who are un blah, 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 you know. And the comments on that post were really, really great because like 95% of them were saying things such as, you know, why are you trying to segregate more? You're bullying. Like, why are you trying to divide families even more? And unfortunately, I, I can imagine there are a lot of families who maybe aren't even seeing each other over this. And that really makes me really, really sad. I, I don't... I don't understand how someone could feel that extreme about it. You know, if, if they do have it or if you have it, then I, you should feel confident enough in it to not care what other people have or haven't gotten, you know, um, and it really shouldn't tear families apart like this, but that is the goal because if you tear people's part, families apart, then that will force they think that that's going to force the other people to want to go out and get it. Um, and so I just hope that that you're not put in that situation. And hopefully, also, I think that when we are at our holiday festive occasions, just like with the veganism or the plant-based topic, I think... It really is best to just not bring it up if it if it doesn't come up. Don't don't bring it up yourself is what I'm saying. Try to keep things more light about, you know, about what's going on with you uh, that's not related to that. Uh, and keep it as light and cheerful and happy with the people that you care about because you know, to bring to make the holidays uh, a stressful or, you know, create this bad vibes and this bad energy. I mean, why, why do that if it's not, if it doesn't come up, you know, if it does come up, try to know where it's coming from. Is it coming from a place of curiosity or is it coming from a place of they're trying to, to rile you up, you know, because I think a lot of us are very passionate about this. Uh, on both sides, probably, you know. And so if it is like that, just kind of be aware. And, you know, try to have all of your facts if you need it. But at the end of the day, a lot of times, it doesn't matter what you tell people. They will never change their mind. And I think that that's kind of a sad state of affairs. But it's, you know, this is cognitive dissonance, right? It's, it happens with the animal agriculture in industry and it happens, it's happening now at, at alarming rates for all, um, for all, all subjects, you know? So cognitive dif- dissonance is, um, is a perception of contradictory information. So when someone is given information that contradicts what their, their, um, their beliefs are, doesn't matter what, you know, 
what it is. You can have it all laid out for them. Every single study, you know, that was not funded by Big Pharma or not funded by the government, you know, all independent studies that have been done, studies that have been done abroad. Um, you can have all the stats and it won't matter because, you know, it, it they're just so entrenched uh, in their their new religion in a way, you know, it's, it's kind of become like a new religion. So, um, it creates this state of discomfort. You know, they, they get really uncomfortable, um, when, you know, you have these clashing ideas or beliefs or information from what they have been told. And like I said, this happens with, this is a, a word that the, fir- the first time I actually heard it being used in this way or ever, I guess, is probably with with being plant-based because so many people have that, that they do get upset when they are presented that information because, let's be real, I mean, I visualized the cows, <laughs> uh, the milk cows on on the pasture, you know, but that's not... That is not 99%. That's not to say that there aren't farms that they're just having out in the field eating grass, but most of them are not. And either way, they're still having their babies torn away. And, you know, (laughs) I have a whole episode on the issues with dairy. So if you're unaware, I implore you to research because it's arguably more one of the more messed up industries. I think, you know, mothers being exploited. Anyways, I digress. The point is that do not just be aware of what situations you put yourself in and again come from this place of love and light be that beacon of health and vibrancy and and you know just positive vibes positive energy I mean I know that that can that's so hard to do in the world that we're living in today more than ever I think um you know to just we can't all put rose-colored glasses on and think that it's just all magic and everything's going to be fine because everything has just sped up so quickly uh, in the last few years, and it's it's a it's a frightening time. But I do think that you know that the more we can put out of positive you know positivity, um, the better off the world's going to be. You know. Because energy does radiate out. I mean, you know, when people talk about energy, a lot of times others might perceive that as like woo-woo and weird. But I mean, come on, people. You haven't ever walked into a room and just like felt weird, you know, like it has a weird energy. Or you met somebody and you're like, man, they got some weird, weird vibes. That's the same thing. It's the same thing. Energy, vibes, it's all the same. And we all have to protect our own energy, you know, protect our souls from the negativity in the world, negativity being given out from other humans, whether that be at a holiday gathering or holiday dinner, whatever it is, just be mindful of of your soul, you know, and what you're taking in energy-wise, what you're eating, consuming, make sure that it is making you feel joyous um, going back to, you know, the alcohol thing, you know, the food thing is, is the same. I think that a lot of times people overeat and, or eat things that are not healthy and then they regret it and they feel bad about themselves. And, you know, that is a horrible 
situation. So don't put yourself in that, you know, make sure you have lots of healthy food to eat that is delicious and you're going to feel satisfied and, and not feel guilty about what you have taken in, you know, and, and I hope that you can spend these holidays with the people that you love and care for and that they are not afraid to be around you or vice versa. Um, because all we have, we don't, we do not know how many more days we have left on this planet. None of us do, you know, tomorrow could be the day next week could be the day, whatever. And I think that it's really sad that some people are foregoing seeing their loved ones right now, um, for that fear, but it's like, we're, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow and we've got to spend every moment that we can, um, with our loved ones, if we're given that opportunity and the holidays are certainly, I think the main one that nobody wants to, to be without their loved ones. So I hope that, like I said, you were able to spend that and I hope you have a great holiday and a, and a happy Thanksgiving. My holiday gift guide will be up on the website in just a little bit. I have done one. This is the third year I have done a holiday gift guide. So if you have not looked at it, make sure to look at this one. And also I will tag in that article the previous holiday gift guides because everything on all of those lists I love and most of them I have myself or have wanted to get them or have friends and family that have them and love them. So I think it's a really great way to find some healthy uh, gifts. Also, there's a lot of sustainable gifts on there. Um, and just for those who are a little bit more conscious about their their lives and their bodies and uh, the planet and things like that uh, and the animals. So check that out. It'll be on therefinetippy.com. And again, have a wonderful holiday. And until next time, my lovely friends, peace and plants. <laughs>